If you're anything like, like me, you just want someone to tell you what to do and you'll do it. I mean, heck, when it comes to your child's education, you don't want to get it wrong. In fact, you will do anything to make sure that you get it right. But where do you begin? What do you do? What should you ask? And who do you talk to? <laughs> Can I get an amen, please? <laughs> Well, today you're in for a treat. Today is part two of a five-part mini-series with LA Catholic School leaders. Today's guest, Anna Marie Silva, is going to give you the four tips, or what I call, what I actually would call, the four steps in finding the perfect school for your child. Anna Marie was so good to give concrete advice on how to walk this journey with your child. Be sure you've exhausted all your resources before making a change and how to find and research schools. And finally, why parents must become the strongest advocate for their child. There you have it. And OMG, be sure you stay tuned in till the very end when she shares a heart-wrenching, heartwarming, I don't know which but it's such a good story about a mother who showed up at her door when she was a principal with two boys in tow. Oh my goodness, you have to hear this story. So if you are the type of parent who wants to give your child more than what you had, this episode is for you. If you know you have to make the first step, but you're not sure what to do next, this episode is definitely for you. And if you're a parent looking to, for a partner for your child's future, buckle up because this episode was made for you. Enjoy. You're listening to Destination University, a podcast for college-bound teens and the parents, mentors, and educators who support them. If that is you, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Welcome to our special mini-series with the LA Catholic Schools. With over 250 schools in Santa Barbara, Ventura, and Los Angeles counties, it is the largest Catholic school district in the country. Today, we are specifically talking to you, parents, how you go about finding the right school for your child. We're joined here today with Anne-Marie Silva, Assistant Superintendent of Elementary Schools of the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. The elementary schools alone of the LA Archdiocese serve nearly 40,000 families. If you have been thinking about a new school choice for your child, this episode is for you. If you are ready to learn the actionable steps to take in making a decision for your child, this, this episode is definitely for you. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon. Welcome to Destination University where we explore extraordinary people who lived ordinary childhoods and found a pathway to college and beyond. By being here today makes you a rock star, just like Anne-Marie. And so we say congratulations and welcome today. Anne-Marie, hello, how are you doing today? Hi, good afternoon, I'm doing great. Really happy to be here and just like, hearing how you're spreading this communication and message. I wish it was something that um, I knew of. I'm a parent as well. So I'm happy to be a part of this and I'm ready to start joining and learning a little bit more on your future podcast. So thank you so much. Oh, I love it. So I love that you just started by saying 
that you yourself are a parent. And so you know what that means. And at the end of the day, when I talk to parents, my world is college, moving them from high school to college. But at the end of the day, parents just want their children to be happy and have a happy future, right? Is that the same for you? Yeah. Yeah, correct. Exactly. Well, so what we want to do is really help, you know, our la- for those of you who are listening or watching today, if you missed the episode with Superintendent Paula Scala, that was our first episode, be sure to catch that. But he really lays the foundation for what his, his mother did as a single parent, uh, the sacrifices that she made. And so um, now today we're going to talk about um, what you go, what you do now that you're thinking, okay, I want another choice for my child. What do you do? So Anne-Marie, let's dive right in. And how, you know, again, you're a parent. So share with everyone, what does it look like or feel like as a parent when you think, "Ah, I, I think I, I think I need a change. I think my kid deserves something better. Explain what that looks like. Sure. So, I mean, I have the, the, the benefit of being a educator and a parent. So I have to think of it from both perspectives, but more than anything, I had great parents myself who um, built that relationship and made sure that they were in communication with me. And so the first thing that I would name both as a parent, which I'm happy to be here first and foremost, but also from the educational perspective um, is that it's always important to keep the child at the center of all decisions. So we make family decisions, which are critical, but in something as important as you know, deciding the different options for schooling or whether or not it's time to make a change, it's really important to you know, keep the focus on that. And if your family decision is gonna um, you know, impact your child having to move a school, that's a little different. But if you're wondering like, you know, I, I think it might be time for a change for my child. The first thing I always recommend, um, again, as an educator and parent is to think through um, all the things you've already done to communicate with both your child and the school that they're currently in. Like, do I have all the answers? Am I sure that I wanna um, put my child through a change if I already exhausted all my, you know, all of my options already at this location first before I'm gonna make that big move? Or, um, you know, did I, what is that parent-school relationship and did I take full advantage of that for the benefit of my child? especially if the change isn't being brought upon because your child's naming it. Um, And so I definitely would always encourage everybody to do that. Talk to your child, make sure that you found out as much as you could about the current location and um, tried everything that you could to try to establish that relationship and see if there's, you know, anything that you had available at the school that you didn't know about that might meet the particular need that you think or perceive isn't being met. So some examples of that, both in terms of thinking about staying at a school or looking for another school. You know, I think all of the school systems believe in educating the whole child. Um, they should. So that's the first thing you want to look into. Um, you know, I, I definitely work for a Catholic school and I come from a Catholic background, but there's options for everybody. And then that's the one thing about educators is that should be the main focus. And so, you know, you might have needs for your child that are academic. So maybe um, are they a little bit more advanced? Um, do they need a tiered system of learning? Um, do they, you know, have they really adapted well to the online platform? And maybe you want to think about some of those some options because we've learned a lot about our kids and how they learn when they were given this new option. Some might have struggled and some might be thriving there. And so, um, you know, you want to consider what it is that you're seeking or you're identifying that your child 
um, might need the change for. So whether that's academic, whether that's um, some type of spiritual connection or social emotional um, connection, like does your child have social emotional needs that you're sensing aren't being met? And does the school have that as even a component of their curriculum? Um, do they have counselors on campus? Uh, what is their philosophy on ensuring that that part of your child is there? Do they have parent classes that can even help you or resources for that as well? Um, you know, some things you might observe or look at is if your child has special gifts or talents. Um, maybe you have a child that does, you know, well in school or okay in school, but really is interested in music or technology or robotics or art. And so, you know, whether that's in the school setting or knowing that you have other options in your community, you want to first identify like what are the needs of my child, because you can't figure out how to feel those needs until you're naming them. And so that's really going to point you in the right direction um, of what to seek. So even myself as a parent, you know, my daughter, I have one daughter and um, it's not easy being the daughter of a principal and an assistant superintendent. Um, so I walk in as a mom and, you know, I try to respect the teachers in the school, but ask the questions and she's the only child. So I wanted to send her to a single gender Catholic high school because I wanted her to experience sisterhood. I wanted her to experience um, how to speak up in a classroom with women and women empowerment. Um, but when it came time to pick a university, I also wanted to offer another set of diversity. I wanted her to see her options. That was gonna, um, you know, she goes to a Catholic university and it's very, her faith is very important to her, but um, also the area that she's looking of going into, um, her gifts, her talents, and what she feels comfortable with. And so really walking that journey with your child, but also knowing what are the values, what are the outcomes you want for your child um, beginning in preschool. So don't wait until high school to decide, you know, um, what, what college you want them to go to. Or, and for some students, it's not college. It's, uh, you know, it could be a trade. Um, that's my family background, my husband. Um, did not go to college and he has a very good job and he's very happy um, and he he learned it well and he values education and we value faith and but uh, it's about setting goals and doing what you need to do to get there and I believe every school should um, have, be a partner with parents in that and that's the most important piece um, when you're thinking about how to support your child what are the right options for you and um, what questions you should be asking. Oh, I just love what you just said. If you didn't, if you missed it, uh, or if you heard it, please write this down, listeners. You know, there's always golden nuggets and walking this journey with your child. Anne-Marie started by saying that child should be the center of your decisions, especially when it comes to their education. So that count, that comes full circle. So just to reiterate a couple things, knowing you said some key things here, identifying what your child needs and exhausting your resources at your current school. So be sure, and that's a really great tip. Be sure you've exhausted your, you know, did you get all the answers? Have you talked to everyone you need to talk to? So, uh, and then of course, by identifying their needs, um, the whole child is important and should be important at every school, but they, some kids have academic needs, some have spiritual needs, some have social emotional needs and some need mentors, coaches, different things. So once parents can identify with their child, it sounds like what you're saying, what, what are the gaps? Where I have my child now is good, but there are some gaps and I can identify them. And once I label them, now I can go and seek um, a, a better alternative. Did I get that right? 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's going to it's going to guide you on what you're looking for because there's so many options and choices. And so you want to make sure that, um, you know, you're looking in the right direction or you have something in front of you. And, and sometimes you're going to find a place that doesn't, um, you know, check every box. So you prioritize it and you have to know what you're willing to accept and not accept and just, you know, be ready with that. And I'm confident that, you know, you'll find the right school and community for your child, but you have to be equipped with that first. It's the most important thing. Yeah, very good advice. Now, okay, so that being said, there are over 200, if, if I'm correct, elementary school options in the, among the LA Catholic School, the Archdiocese. So uh, what are the options? Um, how would we even start to narrow down, right? I'm assuming by region. So give us maybe the first step and what uh, a family might find even in locally. Great. So, um, you know, in addition to some of the things that I named to come prepared with what you're looking for, I would add a couple more features before you start calling schools or before I give you steps two and three. So step one is, as I already mentioned, name some of the things that you um, have identified that your child um, needs or learns well in, um, but also think about your family needs. And so um, do you need morning care? Do you need after school care? Like those are really um, insightful things that you wanna be able to ask questions about. So not only are you meeting your student needs, but particularly in our Catholic schools, um, we believe that the relationship is with the whole family. And so we have family needs, right? Sometimes you're gonna look for a school near your job because you can drop them off as opposed to the neighborhood that you live in. So we have schools everywhere. Um, and uh, we have some schools, you know, particularly located near, um, you know, freeways and major places in the city. And we also, um, you know, we know that a lot of our families like to send their children to schools, maybe where the grandparents still live or whoever their, their care after school will be. So I definitely always recommend for everybody um, before you start even searching, you know, our many options that we have there is to think about those things. Like what is the family need, particularly in terms of transportation, after school programs, you know, um, sometimes you wanna ask about lunch programs and, and so forth. And so, um, that's the most important piece. Get yourself prepared with what you're looking for. Um, and then um, in terms of our archdiocese, um, it's important to note too, we border a couple of other archdioceses. And so I'm a big advocate for Catholic education everywhere. Um, so, you know, we have the Orange Diocese of Orange and the San Bernardino Diocese. And so um, just knowing where you're located so that you know all your options. I want to be, you know, open and fair to, to all of us. We're all dedicated to kids. And so, um, but particularly in our archdiocese, um, I would recommend that if people just don't know where to start at all and want to learn a little bit more about us, um, to go to lacatholicschools.org. So that is our website um, for schools. And on there, you will find, um, you know, I'm hoping very easy to use tools that could um, answer some of your general questions to see if you're e if, even if the Catholic school is the option for you. And so as soon as you hit the homepage, there's a section that says contact us. So maybe um, you just want to put your, you want to just name to the archdiocese in general. It's not even contacting the school. It's, it comes to our department where we could direct you to schools near you. We will ask you the kind of questions that I just started with. We're very interested in serving every family and finding out about you. So, um, you know, each of us know that it's our job that if we get a school, uh, a parent that's inquiring about schools that we know about, we personally call you back 
um, we email you and we find out like, where do you live? Where do you work? Um, here's some options for you. Um, do you need a preschool? Do you need, you know, do you, what grades are your kids in? And so, um, you know, that's the first place to go if you just want to find out more about Catholic education and the three counties that you named um, and hit the contact us page and we'll, we'll definitely be in contact with you and you'll get a response back from us. Um, and you could also find out a lot more other information on there. There's um, a section says find a school. So you could actually put your zip code in and even do your homework ahead of time and, you know, we'll call you back and you can be ready. Hey, I went on find a school. These are the schools near me that I'm interested in. Can you give me a little bit more information? And so if you just really don't know where to start and you're like me, I like to talk to people rather than just use the technology all the time. Um, but I'm a little bit older, so I recognize we have parents that technology is the best way to go. I'll give you some tips there as well. But, you know, um, if you just want to talk to somebody and, and have that, that's the first point of contact that we can guide you. Um, and then um, once you, if you think you're ready to narrow it down and you did it on your own and you found a school and you want to go look for it, um, you know, all of our, uh, we've tried to remind our schools and our parishes that many of our um, families now go to the internet to find a lot of answers. And so um, you'll find a way, I always recommend going to a website. Um, you can find out a lot about a website. Uh, you can look at um, past parent letters. You can see what they offer there. You can um, get the contact of the principal. And so, um, you know, many people look at websites. Um, we also have, our schools also have a lot of social media. So if you um, are very interested in Instagram and Twitter, and you, you want to capture some moments of like, you know, what it means to, to belong to that community, um, that's another route that people can go if that's an important um, source for you. But I think the best thing that I would recommend um, is go visit because we, you know, you want to, you want to get the sense of what that feels like. And we strongly believe that as soon as somebody enters our doors, that's one of our expectations. And we try really hard to support each other in that. You should just feel that this is a Catholic school and this is a welcoming place. And, um, you know, we have wonderful people that will be there to greet you. So go experience it and, and not just the school, but the parish. Like we, we hope that, you know, we hope that um, everyone sees that we are a Catholic school. We're opening and inclusive and understand that we serve many different um, generations, many different um, uh, you know, uh, cultural backgrounds, many different kinds of Catholics or non-Catholics. So you know, we just wanna say that you know, we, um, we respect every individual and we're open to, um, to meet with you and know what your needs are. So for me, as a parent speaking to you again, um, you know, I felt most comfortable walking in and just meeting the people that I was leaving my children with. And, um, you know, that's, um, that's something that we, you know, I would always recommend for a parent to do because you want to feel safe of where you leave your most precious gifts. And we all know that those are your most precious gifts. And so um, that would be like the, I've named that number three because you want to narrow down where to go. You don't want to drive around the whole city, but um, it's the most impactful thing. And so, um, I would recommend that as both an educator in our system and also as a parent. And, and by the way, that's the most important thing in college as well. You're still dropping off your most precious gift in college. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so you just blew my mind. Um, I, I, I don't know why I would never even think of this. Okay, if you, just to re rename them, the first thing you said was, what are the family needs? Not just the child's needs, which we've established is very key but the family needs and, and um, choosing a school based on location, location, location. 
maybe it is close to home, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it's close to the job. Maybe it's close to the grandparents or the after, wherever the aftercare, uh, after school care is. Uh, you just blew my mind. Like I just like opened up. I'm like, that's really great advice. Thank you so much. It's really great advice. Parents um, really think about, it doesn't have to be, that's the gift of deciding to put your child into a private, you know, school. Um, you're not tied necessarily to your local options, your local school options, but you can make a school and a school system work for you and your needs, which is, which is really great. Um, and then you talked about the website. Uh, well, a couple things, the lacatholicschools.org, lacatholicschools.org. Um, it sounds like it's a great website. You're not the first person to mention on the, on the series here and you can type in the zip code, but I love that you, you're a woman after my own heart. I want to talk to somebody on the phone. <laughs> someone, can someone just please call me, like help me walk me through these steps. And I'm assuming you also have folks who speak Spanish. You can reach out to them and talk to them, you know, in, in Spanish. Entiendo más que puedo hablar, pero I, you know, I get it. You know, I follow. <laughs> But yes, talk to me, treat me like a person, treat me like a human being. I know we're probably a similar age, so we're old school, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you feel, uh, that would be me. I'd fill out the form and be like, call me, call someone me. call me. Um, so I love that tip. And then of course, the, the last tip, um, going to visit this campus, going to visit the campus. So once I've narrowed it down, okay, I want to have a school close to where I work or, or whatever, um, or close to where, you know, my, my mom lives or, you know, Abwe, where Abwe, <clears throat> as my niece calls my, my, my mom, Abwe, Abwe, we're going to visit Abwe. So we decide, okay, we're going to go to this location. And, um, you know, at the college level, there are open houses, there are webinars that you can go to. So is that the same for elementary school? How does how do you go? Can you just show up, walk walk in the, in the door? What happens? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the first thing that I would name if I'm giving you a tip as a parent is um, it's this, I would say, you know, approach how you think about preschool and um, where your child's going to do their, like, uh, you know, elementary, junior high, TK to eight, approach that the way you start approaching college. Like nobody waits until senior year to 100% start narrowing down their choices. You start narrowing down your choices. You start thinking about it. Sometimes, you know, as early as, as at least the way our high schools work, like freshman year, you should start thinking about that. And so I always recommend to parents, number one, is, you know, as soon as, like, if you have a child that's two years old or, you know, whatever the case may be, and, and you're thinking about, you know, schooling, um, you know, start um, doing your research ahead of time. Because like some of our schools will have like um, family literacy nights where maybe you're not um, enrolled in our school yet, but they pick a night, you know, per month or something where they invite potential families to come. Um, and so, you know, just so that you can start becoming part of our communities before your child's even there, because what a gift that is if you're, you know, starting school scary. So leaving your child somewhere, you know, my daughter, you know, I'm getting a little personal, but um, my daughter um, went to the same school where I worked and um, I was physically there, but I couldn't keep an eye on her all the time. And so even like your little five-year-old falling on the yard, you know, it's not always easy to let go. And so, um, 
you know, understanding those pieces of every component, I felt he felt at home there because, you know, I was already working there and my mom would take her to the literacy nights. I went to a school that had that. And so, and I've had other families, you know, I, I would, you know, a lot of our principals are parents. So we try to give to our families what we want for our own. And so, you know, we love to hear your voice and what you need. And so my first recommendation is if you're thinking about one of our schools, don't wait until it's time for your child to like start next month. Get to know what we have there. Like I said, go to the church and the community activities, go to a carnival, you know, we're all Catholic schools, we have tons of carnivals. So get to learn a little bit, you know, so that, you know, you're not making your decision in haste and, um, you know, you're, you're really planning it out. Now, if you're in the position that, um, you know, you're like, it's okay, I feel safe, I'm gonna pick a school next year. Um, you know, we do have, a lot of our schools do have um, traditional open houses, which the, the, the pivotal time to do open houses in our system is um, January, the last week of January. Um, as a nation, we celebrate Catholic Schools Week. And so most schools will open up to the community and do their open houses um, in January for the upcoming school year. And so um, that's a very typical thing you'll find, uh, but some of our schools also do like Take a Look Tuesdays where the school community knows we're open to potential families coming this day. And so then everybody knows Tuesday afternoons we're gonna have guests and you get to see in action who we are and what we do, particularly in academics and how we receive families. Um, I always say, you know, it's really important to call the location and figure out, um, you know, what the options are for you to come visit. Um, you know, some places will automatically tell you come anytime, we're always here. And other locations will say, you know, we um, work with our new families on, you know, uh, Monday through Wednesday, or, you know, um, we especially welcome you on, on this open campus day. And so every school does have um, very flexible and um, workable options and ways for you to, to be on campus and learn more. Um, but, um, you know, I would encourage you, again, when you reach out to us or you start reaching out to the school, um, you'll find out more and more detail and, you know, people are willing to work with you and um, accommodate your schedules as well. So, um, you know, there's not a one size fits all. That's the beauty of our system. Just like there's not a one size fits all for every child, every family. And so we try to understand that and, and work with you. So um, every school should have that. Um, and have that ability. If they don't, we want to know about it. <laughs> but uh, you know, we practice as well, calling up and seeing how they're receiving people. So we could always give each other feedback and you know, be the best we can be to to the people that um, we want to be able to serve. Okay, I love the take a look Tuesday. I think I might use that for something. That's yeah. that's a great little uh, fun thing to to sit, mm -hmm. to share. Um, but so there's open houses. There's specific times. Sometimes you know each campus has their own routine. Um, I love that you said start thinking early. That's what we preach to for college. Of course, you said that. And there's carnivals. There's other opportunities that parents and families can become part of the community even before setting foot on campus as a student. Um, now you mentioned Catholic Schools Week takes place in January. So uh, a parent, those of you who are watching or and or listening. Um, Catholic Schools Week does happen every January. And so what Anne Marie's referring to is that there's typically open houses that happen for the elementary schools. Remember, she is part of a team that oversees the elementary schools. And that timeline is slightly different for the high schools. And I think I, we have someone in our mini series that will be talking about the, the high school process as well. That, that process is more happens in the fall and has some testing that goes along with it. Um, 
if you don't mind sharing, if you're, and it sounds like you, it, hopefully it's okay. Uh, okay. You, you mentioned that you had a daughter who was on campus where you were and yeah. where you worked and et cetera. But as a parent, what, what were your, or what are your favorite things about Catholic school, Catholic education? Um, a couple of things. So I sent my daughter to, um, you know, elementary school through college now, a Catholic education. And um, every phase of her life served a different purpose for her and her growth. And just like, you know, how I'm confident I feel that we made the right choice in making that investment. Because, you know, I, I want to remind everybody here, because some of you might have this in your household. Um, my husband did not go to a Catholic school. And so sometimes you're even deciding with your spouse, like, you know, what decision do we need to make? So, uh, you know, being as transparent as I can as possible, before my husband and I got married, I said, we're going to share a lot of things, but one non-negotiable is our children are going to Catholic school. Um, I, we said that, I named that before we got married because it had such an impact on me and my family. Um, I come from a, a family of four and, you know, just my dad worked. I, I grew up in Boyle Heights. And so, um, you know, all four of us got a Catholic education because of the school sisters in Notre Dame. They helped my family. And, um, you know, between all of us, between my four siblings, we have 15 college degrees. And so um, all of us at different levels and all of us went back to serve the community. So even though we don't live there anymore. So when, um, when you ask me, what do I love about Catholic school with my experience of my daughter? It's exactly what I lived as well. It provided an additional layer to um, expose us to, you know, more than just ourselves. Um, focus on our community, but there's so much more than us. And so my parents wanted to give us more than they had. So I wanted to give my daughter more than I had. And so, you know, I sent her to the same um, elementary school that I went to as a child, um, mainly because I believed in the philosophy of the school sisters in Notre Dame, but also um, my mom still lived there. And I, I uh, you know, she helped with childcare, but also my daughter got to learn where I came from and um, get immersed in that community. And so what I loved about her elementary school is it, it gave her a lot of roots um, and helped her see where we all came from. And, you know, uh, her school was really big on music and she was a shy girl. And so she knows how to sing and she learned as a first grader how to sing in front of like 200 people. And that turned her into an excellent communicator, which is now she's a journalism major um, and a public relations major at Loyola Marymount University. And I don't think I could have taught her that by myself. I mean, I like to talk as you can see, but um, she was shy. And so some of the opportunities she had in the safe environment were there for her. And when I had to decide what high school to send her to, I wanted her to be exposed to um, a different community, um, a diverse community. And I still wanted it to be Catholic. And like I mentioned, an all girls school for the, for the sisterhood and that just women empowerment. And so, you know, um, I did my undergrad at UCLA. And um, when I first went there, it was a little bit of a culture shock because I learned like not everybody's Catholic and not everybody's uh, Hispanic and not everybody, you know. And so that was a culture shock for me. It's first generation, um, uh, you know, I was the first generation to go to college and I'm the oldest of like 30 um, grandchildren. And so I wanted my daughter to be prepared for that, whatever we did. And so I sent her to um, uh, uh, private Catholic school in Glendora, which happens to be where her other grandma lives. And so I still had support to pick her up after school because it was a drive for me. But they had an excellent program. It was very diverse and she had to adapt 
you know, really quickly, but the one thing that was the same was the faith formation. And so although I sent her in a totally different environment, different demographics on multiple levels, she learned um, what she believed in, who she was, and um, that that Catholic identity piece was at her core, which is why she chose, and not me, Loyola Marymount, because we visited a lot of schools. She got accepted to a lot of schools, and she chose it because she um, liked the social justice aspect. The, the building of faith, the diversity and what she was exposed to in both her elementary and high school. And so as a parent, I appreciated the options. That's what we've been talking about today. I had choice of where to send her. My parents had um, you know, choice to send us to Catholic school because another thing we didn't talk about, there's a lot of financial assistance. And so my parents did need that growing up for us to send four kids to school. And so, you know, options and even in thinking that isn't an option for me, um, that's available in all our schools. And so you know, as a parent, I feel like it truly exemplified, um, you know, what we see as that homeschool connection. You know, I'm a very involved parent, but I recognize that my daughter has grown and has a lot of gifts and reflections and, and learnings because of the schools that she went to. And I really appreciated that partnership. Um, and my husband, you know, he turned around too. And so he became infused in that community as well. And so, um, you know, it's just, um, it, I could not have made a better investment and it's not always easy, but um, it's it's worth it because you see what they blossom into. So I talked about getting the roots and the foundations and like high school, I felt like she had the wings to move off and decide what she was gonna do. So that combination of both strong in your root and then strong enough to be on your own, I my daughter was able to get that from going to Catholic schools. And um, I think that's what every parent wants for their kids. And so um, not only do I believe in like, you know, working for the system and seeing how we can be better, but I'm a product of it. And um, I definitely wanted my daughter to be too. And so um, I want it better for her and she has that. I think she's a lot stronger than me and has learned a lot. And um, again, that, that wasn't on our own. So um, one of the best choices we made. Well, first of all, your husband did not have a choice. No. <laughs> non-negotiable i love yeah. this i, I love need that for catholic parents like think about it if you're if you're thinking about like oh, that was a non-negotiable before we got married you put the you put it down um so oh my goodness so many things that you said first of all your daughter learned so much from her high school but it's clear you are um you are a great role model and uh i love that she's going on into journalism as well so yeah, maybe I'm going to, this is fine, but I will, um, maybe you can talk to her in the future and we'll see yeah, yeah. what you're doing here with the podcast. Yeah, I need a, I need an intern for the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I am thinking, and, and thank you for sharing your personal story, but you must have so many tales of families that, st that stick in your mind that you remember from the past. So uh, if you can sort of share, you know, I ask every guest to share a tip, a tale, and or a truth. So um, you certainly shared a wonderful tale about your own daughter. But so thinking about that, you can either share another tale about another family or share something that you think is a really great truth. What is the one truth that you might want a parent to know? Um, or another tale that's um, maybe slightly different than your daughter's uh, journey. Sure. So I definitely have one. Actually, my what I'm going to share is a combination of all three things. And so um, it aligns to the tip that I gave you that you need to go to a school um, to experience it for yourself. 
So um, it's gonna, I'm gonna give you evidence of why I named that because I was thinking of this family and how it impacted me. Um, and so, you know, my first year of being a principal, uh, at, at a, at, again, I was in Boyle Heights as a principal. And um, although I grew up there, I had moved out of the area for a while, I came back and, you know, I always thought about my parents on the other end of like when I was talking to people and also thinking about myself as a mom. And so I was working very late one night and I think it was seven o'clock in the evening. We just had a, a, a board meeting and out of nowhere, um, this woman comes into my office and she's desperate. Like she could just see it on her face and she has two little boys with her and um, which neither one of them is listening to her. And um, she just roams in the door and you know her kids are running around and I could see that you know, they, um, you know, that they definitely probably, you know, needed a little bit extra help in school, like staying focused. I could just see that from our first interaction. And she just started crying. And she, you know, said, you know, your doors open, and I'm looking for a school for my boys. And, you know, she introduces me to her son, Gilbert, and she tells me that Gilbert just got kicked out of his third school. And, you know, I don't know what to do. And I saw your light on. And I just thought this is the Holy Spirit. Like I'm at seven o'clock at night, this woman's walking around with her two boys. And so, you know, Gilbert and Nathaniel are there and I'm talking to her and, you know, she's telling me about their needs and she can't afford it. And, you know, we're talking about all these pieces and, you know, the fact that she came in and went to the open door or even that, you know, if she didn't see the door open, she was the type of mom that would have knocked on it because I saw how much she loved her children. And so how do I not partner with that? And, you know, she ended up leaving. She was there until about eight o'clock. Um, you know, we talked for a long time. She came back the next day and, you know, we found a way to find the financial support for her. And I promised her whether I was still at that school or not, that her boys were going to graduate from that school. And we were going to help them get into the high school next door, which is Salesian High School. So they, they were, she was a single mom. Um, and, you know, it was a little hard at first because the boys were, you know, um, they had some needs, but we took them in as community and I shared with the, you know, the team, like, this is who we serve. This is why we're here. And so, um, you know, I, I remember them clearly because it was my first year being a principal and you have the, the, you have the ability to be able to work with families and decide that you're going to help them um, nurture their child and, and possibly change their future because because you said, yes, I'm going to do this with you and we're going to find a way. And so that modeled for me just how to be open. And sometimes it's not easy, but that's what we do in Catholic schools. And I know that somebody did that for my parents. I mean, I'm hoping we weren't running around the classroom, but they obviously, I knew they couldn't afford the option, but, um, you know, they stick out to me because he did graduate and he did go on to the high school next door. And, you know, I see them and sometimes now, cause I still go back to the area and I go to like the Moscota there in different places. And, and he's like, Miss Silva, and like, they'll give you a hug still. And I see that little boy. And so, um, you know, the, again, that's my tip, like to a parent, like, you know, go somewhere, you're not alone. Um, you know, like I said, knock on those doors, whether that's at one of our schools or anywhere, like, you know, she didn't know how to advocate her child or where, where he was before. And, you know, I even taught her some of those things because there was other ways that she had to advocate for her children outside of our school. That taught me that a need for parenting classes and just so much. And so, you know, like, don't give up on your kids, which none of us do, and know that there's people out there. And um, it was just a valuable um, experience for me. And I think that it impacted me you know, just as much as it impacted them, I hope impacted them, but um, it just taught me how to be in community and serve and that, you know, parents, when they come to us, um, 
you know, some of them have desperate situations and whether they're aware of it or not. And, you know, um, it, it is a partnership that's needed in our communities. And um, it definitely, um, you know, if we all committed to doing it together, we saw what the outcome could be um, for this child, these two children. And so for me, um, that would be my, you know, kind of like, it's not a tale, but it's a story. It's my tip, like, you know, be the strongest advocate for your children. Don't, don't ever be embarrassed by it. It doesn't matter what, what language you're talking in, who you're encountering. Um, you know, it's, they are the most important things in our communities and our future. So, you know, find a school that's going to help you have your voice and partner and, um, you know, be able to get your children what they need. And um, that was just a, a really impactful moment for me, so. What an honor to be part of that for that family, for that mom, for those two boys and to then see them off on their journey. So, oh, oh what a gift you are, what a gift you are. Okay, we're uh, closing in on the, on the end here. Um, before I do the wrap up, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add in terms of, um, you know, how people, you know, to reiterate either where they can contact either you or reiterate the, the um, website or something, uh, because this is all, this episode is so rich with good tips for parents as to, you know, I think, I think there's a solid case for why a parent or a family might want an alternative to their local school. Um, and so now this is just all about the practical steps. So any last uh, parting words before I wrap up? I mean, I think I love how you started this out and that's how I would end it too. Like, know you have options. Like, know that you have options and um, be prepared with what you are looking for in those options. And of course, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name our Catholic schools, but um, I also know that there's a lot of other great schools out there and school systems. And, and um, you know, there's a lot of options, particularly with just everything we've gone through with, recently with the pandemic. I think that it didn't create new problems or new opportunities. It just surfaced our need to, to do it together. So, you know, some of your kids, you know, might have different, you know, learning modalities or different needs. And a lot of our schools have learned that, that there's new ways to do things. And so the more that you ask it and the more that you, um, you know, would like that for your child, then we all voice that together, um, the more we're creating better schools and communities for, for our kids that we serve. And so, you know, personally, I gave you the general email, but I'm also very much a people person. So I have no problem giving my, my email if anybody ever just wants to talk or, you know, um, ask more questions about anything. So my, um, my email address is amsilva, S-I-L-V-A, at la-archdiocese.org. And if you just shoot me an email, you just want to know anything or just need to like cry about something, like sometimes those are the most, uh, those are the, the, we always talk about the blessings being in the interruptions. And so like, those are sweet kind of things for me that reminds us who we serve. And so I'm happy to help anybody in any way. We have a great team here, regardless of if you're looking at one of our schools or just, you know, um, you know, talk through what your options could be. Um, you know, that's, that's it, you know, um, know you have options and don't be afraid to reach out. Oh my goodness. Okay. I don't know about you, but I, don't you just want to hang out with Emory? Like <laughs> I want to call her up just like to hang out and go to happy hour one day. Like, she's amazing. So here's what we learned today. You've heard some tips, tales, and truths directly from Emory. And here is what I took away. Here's the real truth. Emory led really from the perspective of the parent. And she began by sharing with everyone that this is all about your child. You have to walk this journey 
with your child. She also brought up things that from her, from her own childhood, her parents wanted to give Anne-Marie better than they had. And then Anne-Marie in turn wanted to give better than she had to her daughter. And that generational um, raising up through the generations, through Catholic schools is clear, is clear. And my favorite story was the young, was the, was the young mother with two boys who saw the light on. And Anne-Marie says she saw the door open and she walked through. But she was the kind of mother who would have knocked anyway. That's the kind of parent, if that's the kind of parent you are, that you're raising your hand saying, I know my child deserves more. I know I'm ready. And I know I'm ready to figure that out. Catholic schools are a place for you. Go check out lacatholicschools.org. Start there. But here's the real truth. At the end of the day, you have to make the first step, but you don't have to make the last step alone. When you partner with Catholic schools, it is a partnership. And just like you as a parent want the best for your child, just like you as a parent want to give your children better than you had, more than you have, every educator in our Catholic schools are doing the same thing. So don't feel like you have to walk this journey alone. It takes a village. So pick up the phone, get on the internet, do what you have to do and go find a school that's the right fit for your child. So there you have it. Yep. <laughs> Thank you everyone so, for, so much for being with us. We know you have a full plate at home and all that you do. So thank you for choosing to spend some time and get to, to meet everyone, especially on this mini series. If this episode has in any way fueled your confidence or helped to build your dreams or that of your child's, please share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes. And if you're feeling a little extra loving today, hit subscribe so that you don't miss another episode. This also helps other listeners find us and begin their journey to Destination University. That's all I have for you, my dreamers. Be sure to tune in next time. Until then, wherever you are, may you have a happy and sunny day. Bye for now.